And we're started. Hey guys, <clears throat> this is Urkan Hermuzlu. And And we're back with the new Off the Top podcast. So essentially what we're going to do here is our goal, essentially, is we're going to talk about <clears throat> all issues, all news segments, anything from technology to the food to politics to anything that has to do with present day society is we're going to talk which we're going to do is we're going to talk about that um and it doesn't get any better than that (laughs) exactly so our goal here is to have a conversation um which will will allow you to listen on it we're going to try and make this as raw and as uncut as possible like we're, we're not looking for any um cut up pre-recorded make it you know we're just going to make it off the top of our heads which is the name of the podcast just right off the top of our heads heads. we're going to have normal conversation and we're going to talk about specific segments and we're going to have a few things since we're just starting out we don't really have uh you know questions that we can answer from any of our viewership so we're going to do a few times and if we start getting some viewers we can go from there so um First thing I have to talk about today is um, LG. LG is coming out with a new three-screen phone. Have you heard about that? I have not heard about that. Okay, so essentially that their goal is is to have three screens on a phone. Seems kind of complicated. Yeah, exactly, which is, <laughs> which is what I was coming at. Um, they're teasing it in a short trailer, and um, they're supposed to be releasing it soon. We don't yet know what this device will be called. I guess they don't want to call it the three-screen phone. That'd be a little. I mean, the thing is, is is the smartphone smartphone industry is getting so crazy and out of whack. Is in my opinion, is because everybody's trying to do something new. And I don't know if you guys know this, but smartphone sales are down like a, like a lot. Like the premium smartphone segment is down like tremendously because everybody's going for budget options and everybody's keeping their phones for longer. So why why the hell would somebody um, pay for a thousand dollars for a phone when they can get j- probably seventy five percent of the s- same power, pay less the price, half the price. So <clears throat> one of the problems is Apple too. You know they're they're, they're doing the same gimmick. They come out with a new phone every you know what six months maybe. No, every year they come out with a new well, phone. Every year, every. Year. But the, but the thing is, their phone is priced at a thousand dollars. Priced at a thousand to fourteen hundred, like the iPhone X or. You know, 10s max 10S yeah max. yeah so there's so many iphones dude that it just baffles my mind and right the now, thing is I'm, I'm still using a 6s right because i don't need a new phone until that one dies and there's no point to buy a new phone except every time i turn the corner and go in the news guess what there's another new iphone now. it's not even iphones though I mean, if you look at these big big uh samsung and huawei they're coming out with phones left and right everyone even Google. i mean Every six months, every six months, Samsung comes out with a new flagship. It's called uh, we have the S10 in February, I think. The yeah, S10 Plus, S10. Yeah, it already came out. What are the advances on that one? <clears throat> I mean, it just has like a, a po- camera. <laughs> exactly. Like right? So, like, th- what they're trying to do now is they're trying to cut the bezels, and they're c- coming out with a, a smart uh, Samsung Fold, and they're coming out with the Samsung Galaxy Note 10, which is around the corner. Um, like, essentially, is there's so many phones coming out and people don't know what to buy and they're priced so high that people are just like, screw that. I'm not going to buy that. I'm just going to go for something like uh, a Nokia, which is like literally a fraction of the price of that phone. And it's a box and it's indestructible. 
Best phones ever created. Okay, so. So back to the studio. What's your favorite phone? Phone company, phone distributor. Your favorite of Samsung, right? No, no. I'm I'm running the 10s Max right now. Oh yeah, you are running the 10s Max. I totally forgot. Yeah. So (laughs) the thing is, is like, I just feel like the Apple ecosystem, and I'm become heavily invested in it, which is like the AirPods. Um, they got the oh, that fell. (laughs) You've got the AirPods. You've got um like the home pod and iPad and like, it's just, you become invested in the Apple ecosystem and you start buying and buying and buying. And then when, before you know it, like you're so invested that you can't get out of it. Very true. I mean, I always favored Apple cause I felt it was a little more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A little more clean. It was more understandable. Like within like an Android phone, which is true. I used to, used to use one back in the day. I, uh, you can go into your files upon other files and stuff and it's really messy. I don't like that kind of fun. You know, Apple's a little more organized. That's the word I was like. Yeah, okay, organized. It's it a is. a little more organized. Obviously, there's some things on Android that I prefer over iPhone, but in the end, I feel like iPhone's going to, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to stick with it. Uh, anyway, so back to the LG phone. Um, I just think that, sure, if they have a second screen, what like we've seen it before. Uh, I forget the phone company that did it, but we've seen it before. And it's like, they, we see a second screen on a phone and it was kind of a gimmick in my opinion, but now we've got a three screen phone at this point. It's just like these companies are trying to pump out new ideas at such a rate where they think that the people are just going to go ahead and buy and think it's cool. But like, we've got the Samsung galaxy fold, which is like a foldable phone. Essentially. It has like literally a folding display. And people are really excited for that. So how's this one going to work, I wonder? It's just going to be, is this also like a fold? So we have the trailer here, which we're just going to look at really quickly. Zoom in on that. Never mind. All right. So. Okay. okay, So that's two different. Okay. So it folds out and becomes two screens. I don't see like the incredible need for it. Oh, okay. So essentially what it is the front of the phone has a screen and then when you open it up it's two other screens like it's not a folding display but like it is so it's gonna have like a bezel in the middle do you know what i'm getting at yeah yeah i do so you open it and there's other two screens and the front itself is a screen so it's gonna be like a three-way mirror but they're basically trying to make a flexible display phone right but but not like they're taking a shortcut you know what i mean like it's gonna have this black bar in the middle which essentially won't let you continue. Like it wouldn't be as continuous as something as let's say like the Samsung Galaxy Fold. Yeah, of course. And I'm not just saying just just because I'm a favorite on Apple, I hate on Android. Oh, definitely not, right? Like one thing I've always favored about Android or Samsung or whatever is uh, is the fact like like the simple things like downloading music straight to your phone. Like Apple, you have to go through iTunes. You know, do you like that? I mean, I don't like that having to go through iTunes and the whole pain of having the way and upload everything on Android. You just you know it's already on your phone. So in that case, that regard, <clears throat> Android ones, but in like every other one, like file systems, organization and stuff, I'm still leaning toward the iPhone. Even but what, though I still think like, how many phones did they come out with at a time? So it was the iPhone 10, so iPhone X, and then 10s, and then XR. Like they just kept dropping. They just kept dropping these phones. And Half the time, I just didn't realize why. Like, you know, you have a new one, keep it out for a year before you make another one. They're just tossing these. So so essentially what I'm trying to get at here is 
Apple is more of like a perfectionist company. That's the thing about them. Like if like they don't really care about coming out with the newest technologies first. Like they're not innovative anymore. Like it's not Steve Jobs anymore. Tim Cook is too scared to drop new innovative phones with new features and crazy stuff. Like when we're talking about like the bezel of screens, like Apple didn't come out with that until maybe a year after everybody else dropped a bezel of screen, like the Samsung Galaxy S uh, S8. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, Android is far more innovative and they're not scared to take risks. And I guess that's why they're winning in the smartphone department right now. Not in my mind, but uh, well, they may be winning. The- but the thing about Apple is is they have to perfect something, which is also, um, how do you say, it? it's more reliable than an Android phone. Like, what if you were going to like a prototype of an Android phone and they drop it, like a version one? It's not going to be as intuitive and as smooth and optimized as an Apple device would be. Right, true, yeah. so so like you have to be careful about what you buy on uh, on Android because like if you get something that's too innovative, are you wasting your money on a gimmick or are you well, becoming an innovative person? Right. Like the Samsung Galaxy Fold is a version one phone, but yeah. it's priced at two thousand US dollars. Is it really? Yeah, two thousand dollars. Like, who is that for? Right? It's uh, just, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> anyone except us because we're kind of living the middle class life. No, and the the, the thing the is, is like exactly, and like the Samsung Galaxy Fold. I feel like it's too much of a gimmick right now. Yeah, and it costs too much money. And like, you drop that phone, it's over. Like, you got to be so. Uh, how do you say it? careful with it you got to be careful careful. exactly and the thing is you're not we see apple coming out with patents with a folding phone but like do we really need it no but the thing is it's not even that it's just that apple is so accustomed to um perfecting their technologies before releasing it to the general public it's insane that is insane so we're just gonna have to wait and see i don't see apple dropping uh, a foldable phone or like a really innovative product until they perfect it and I don't see that happening. Beyond what's teased in the video, they don't even know. They don't even know anything else about what the LG is gonna announce at the show. So they're, you know, just waiting. I guess. Mm, I mean, I don't know. I don't see. I don't see a use for three screens. That means there might be somebody who fun. Is it even? Is it really like? It's exactly, and that's what the, the question becomes. Like three screens, I get p- companies are trying to be innovative, and I get everybody's trying to sell their phones and sell their phones. But like, who's gonna buy a three screen phone? Like, is your one screen not enough? E- exactly. You have, to have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter open. Can you just you know go between each one? Exactly. I, mean, it's, it's, I don't see it as that much of a big deal, like to have real like to be releasing it. I mean, it's not that much trouble to go from one app to another, like I'm doing right now. I mean, unless you're really that. What's the word? Uh, but but then the question becomes: Then what's the point of tablets, right? Because then you have things like, like if your phone is becoming so big, then what's the point of a tablet? What's the point of a laptop at that point? If you if you, if your phone can expand to become like a ten inch, fifteen inch screen, right. which is which is what I'm expecting to happen in the next few years. Oh, yeah. Company crazy company is going to come out with a, a folding phone that's ten inches what's the wide. What's uh, the 10s Max. Right, so it's the 10s Max. How many inches is that one? Six point five. Yeah, six point five. But the thing is, it doesn't feel like a six point five inch screen. It's a small, pretty small phone for a four factor. Other screens, though, like the 5s, 
or the forest. <laughs> oh my! I remember when I was walking the forest back in the day. Best phone I have ever used. It was, it was, it's a good memory, you know. Like you have a good phone now, maybe an iPhone eight or iPhone ten. You thinking back when you were holding two iPhone fours to make an iPhone eight. Really good times. <laughs> what you had to do when you couldn't afford anything new. Anyway, um, I don't want to really spend that much more time on this oh, on yeah. this topic because I feel like it's. I don't know. I, I just feel like it's Everything not ready yet. Like every company is coming out with a new thing. Oh, triple screen. And then you have Nokia coming out with five cameras on a phone. Like it's just becoming too, I feel like it's becoming too gimmicky. And I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go for something like a three screen phone. And I don't think anybody in the general media, uh, general uh, population would want to go through uh, a three screen phone I either. Mean, no. Let me tell you something. If you have the money and you have the time, then I mean, what do you think people are going to do? This is made for all the rich people, you know. Anyway, moving on to the next topic. Um, Call of Duty. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. 2019 video game. The <laughs> new one. The nice looking one. The um, interesting one. I don't know. Uh, I've played most of the newer CODs, and I don't feel like it was... I don't know how do you say it. Like this, up to par. Up to par as they used to be. As they used to be. Because so, back in the day... Still to this day, Black Ops 1. The first one. Yeah. I love it. I love that. I love I that love one too. It because it was so simple, right? Like there wasn't gobble gums like in Black Ops 3, right? I mean, Black Ops 3, you have gobble gums, you have all these advancements and stuff. And it's just. Uh, exactly. No. And really the thing is, my first Call of Duty was Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Yeah. Like the Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2. Oh my, my god! One of my favorite. It, it, I just don't feel like I just feel like the kids of nowadays will never get to experience something that dramatic. And like the thing is, they did come out with a Modern Warfare, uh, the first Modern Warfare. They did come out with a remastered version of it, but like it was too. Um, they played around with it too much. They added too many things, and they they, they just they, they sh- exactly and they made it more as like. I don't know. I just didn't like it. It didn't feel nostalgic at all for me. Mm-hmm. And kind of I don't know. Something new almost, right? Exactly. Yeah. It just kind of takes the name and makes it a completely different game. They just wanted to make money off of it. Yeah, exactly. Which exactly. Is kind of what's been happening. I mean, and look at Black Ops Two, though, right? So you have Modern Warfare, and these are like two different things going on at the same time. You know, you have Black Ops and you have Modern Warfare. Two like uh, what's the word? Two different like you know sub brands of the game. Yeah. 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 It's like it's like sub brands of a game, but like they're both going on at the same time. So you have Modern Warfare and you have Black Ops One, and then the new ones get released. Black Ops Two. Um, I felt it was over after Black Ops 2 because Black Ops 3 ruined it for me. And what I love most about Black Ops games is zombies. Zombies is like the game mode, right? But you play with your friends. It's the one that never gets boring. Black Ops 1, for me, was the best for zombies. Black Ops 2 was okay. And then Black Ops 3 just kind of went over the top. And now uh, there's Black Ops 4, right? Yeah, Black Ops 4. I have not played yet and I haven't seen anything on Black Ops 4. I think I've seen trailers, but I've never actually experienced the game. Which I don't think I'm going to. The thing about Black Ops 4 is I did play it for a while and I didn't really play anything but the multiplayer. I didn't really go into Blackout. I didn't like everybody was going on the rave about Blackout, but yeah. I just didn't see I just felt like at the time Fortnite was so big. I didn't feel myself needing to play Blackout, right? It's a battle royale shirt and everybody's getting into the battle royale game. Well, I didn't know that. So Blackout was battle royale? Yeah. Oh. It was a hundred man battle but like I just don't feel like it was as good or up to par as Fortnite or Apex Legends or or PUBG was. So like I just kind of steered away from that. I found myself playing multiplayer and I did play it for a good month, I'll say. I I, I will say a good month. But at that point it's just like 
it got boring, right? Like you right. didn't have anything else to do other than the game modes that they gave you. And Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two, for example, bro, I still play that game to this day. Modern Warfare Two is like uh, it was something it's like different. The one that was sitting on top, you know what I mean? Like you could play Modern Warfare Three. Uh, like you, you could play that, and then like you'll be like, hmm, I kind of want to play Modern Warfare Two now. You know, it's like it's it's structured so well, it's polished. You know what I mean? Exactly. And Modern the thing is, polished. like the campaign, amazing, mm-hmm. and you can play that campaign over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. But like you, you would get bored of that, sure. But you had spec ops in that game, oh, yeah. and you had multiplayer. But multiplayer, the thing is, is like those private matches. It enabled you to do so many things, like Mike Myers. Like those mini games, Mike Myers. I don't know if you've ever played that. I I've, don't think so. I, I play like I, me and my friends. We still play Mike Myers. We play Tricky Myers. We play um, um, Bo- uh, Border Patrol, Cops and Robbers. Like it was fun, and like I still find myself playing that game, even though I played it so much back in the day. Right. And like the thing is, every single time that a new COD comes out, you play it for a little bit. And then you have to go back to the old one because it's just not as good as they. So like, and that's better. the thing, though. Like they they try. Like I just feel like they should try, and take more time on the game and try and develop it better and try and polish it better as yeah. well as Modern Warfare Two was. Because like if you're releasing a game every year, you're not t- taking your time on a game. Exactly. Like, it's not going to be as as polished. It's going to be feel rushed. It's not going to feel. So, Modern Warfare itself. So you had Modern Warfare Two, right? And then Modern Warfare Three. Obviously, like when you come out with a new game, you want to add new advancements, right? Yeah. And they focus too much on the advancements, and then they kind of just ruin the overall overall experience of what the game should have been. You know what I mean? Like, and they, no, no, and that's true. Like Modern Warfare Three, a lot of people, if you ask them, they'll say that they hate Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, it's just not up to par. And normally, sequels, like video game sequels, are kind of worse in a way. Uh, I, no, I don't. Want well, to I wouldn't that. say that because Modern some, Warfare, some Modern Warfare. You know, like some go, some are really in tune with the others, but like you gotta admit, some some just kind of. But that's the thing, though. Modern Warfare was really like it carried on from the previous game. Uh, I don't know if you've played Modern War- the first Modern Warfare. I don't know if you've played it. I don't. Maybe not. So the thing is, I played the campaign. I played the mod- uh, the uh, sorry, the multiplayer, mm. and the thing is, it's carried on. Modern Warfare Two literally picked off where Modern Warfare left off. Right. And that was just like it brought back so many good things from Modern Warfare, like so many good memories. And when I played that game, and they just added a bunch of things, but the things were polished. Yeah. Right. It wasn't like a beta type thing. Exactly. Like, so they added those in, and like you, like Modern Warfare Two was just such a great experience because you had so much to do on that game. Mm-hmm. It was so polished, and they did such an amazing job. Yeah, like they didn't have to just do campaign and then be kind of bored, you know, because. It's true. Like, like you'll play multiplayer for like a few hours, maybe a few days, even, and then, and then it's like, what else, right? Like, like, but the thing is, like, Modern Warfare Two was just so, oh, like, oh, so amazing. Oh, Modern Warfare Two, Two was great. You know, you got survival, right? It's a special ops, like you said. Like, it, it was great. Had a lot to offer. And um, like I don't know, In Modern Warfare Three, they added survival mode, and I kind of, I don't know, like I found myself playing that a little bit, but it wasn't as good as Spec Ops. Modern Warfare 2. It was not as good. So, I don't know. But the thing is, my hopes are really high. When I saw this trailer, and I saw Captain Price, my nostalgic memory just came back. Like, I have such high hopes for this game that I'm hoping that they didn't try and add so much things that they they make it... it Exactly. I want it to be nostalgic. I I want it to be the Call of Duty. To me, honestly, it looked really good. Not like all the other typical trailers where like, save this person, shoot this guy. Like, it actually, actually resembled something new. Which is good, but, but at the same it, time, it, it looked like it drifted away that much. Like, 
And it felt nostalgic. That's what it felt yeah. like to me. Because like some parts you saw, it's like, oh, that looks like what it looked like in the other games, you know? But some games, it's like, where did this come from? Like, there'll be this whole new area, and you're like, where, where, where are you throwing this in? Like, where's it coming from? Yeah, anyway. People try to add new things without actually thinking about the past games or, you know, things like that. Like, and, and, and what I was going to bring up earlier was um, what I feel like was amazing is Rockstar. They're absolutely amazing at making games. Like, the thing is, they spend so much time making a game that I'm literally willing to wait five, six, seven, maybe even up to 10 years for a game. Like GTA 5. GTA 5, Red Dead Redemption 2. That when I play the game and there's so much things to do, like in Red Dead Redemption, it took me about almost a month, a month and a half to play. Like, I have to get just through the campaign. And I was here watching you play it. <laughs> And it was and such it a fantastic like a really, game. Yeah, it looked like a really, really fantastic really game. Graphics were polished. Yeah, Story mode po- definitely polished. Like, there's just so many things to do, hunting and all that stuff. And like, that's what I want in a game. I want in a, a game so much to do. Oh yeah. But it's so polished. Like, I don't want so many things that you're throwing in there so and you, you make it glitchy. Right and, away, right? Exactly. And, it, and the thing is, Assassin's Creed Unity. I don't know if you play that game. I played it. Thing is, I didn't even finish the campaign because I just feel like they tried adding way too much way too things. Much stuff, yeah. They tried adding way too much stuff, and like I couldn't play it because it was so glitchy and it was like. And I don't know if you heard the news. No, it's not even that. It's just that there were so many glitches in the game that you couldn't even finish the damn game. I mean, um, I mean, obviously. Well, like obviously, like Assassin's Creed. I've I've played Assassin's Creed three. I think like for half an hour or 45 minutes, you know, and the control and that, that's the main part here, the control, you know, like you want a game with fluid control, a game you can actually like, like you said, right, had a lot of glitches, right? Like you ran maybe like eh, run through a wall or something, you know, stuff like that. Uh, you want a game with fluid control. It was pretty cool, you know, cl- climbing the building and stuff. I, I was always fond of that, you know, it was, it was a really good innovative thing you know like climb the walls and then you hide in a, in a bay or something and then the people don't find you anymore and they run away but and i feel like, like i feel like it got to at that point when it reached um assassin's creed 3 like assassin's creed 2 assassin's creed brotherhood and assassin's creed revelations were my favorite games of all time i don't know revelations revelations was really good but i don't know if i classify it as all my all-time favorite games but brotherhood and Ace assassin's creed 2 were absolutely amazing so a question for you what is your favorite game Aside from Modern Warfare, because let's be honest, it got kind of repetitive, which is okay if you know how to add new things, if you know how to add new things, which at times maybe they didn't, but like on the side, like my favorite game, adventures, RPGs, do you like puzzles? I like a free roaming game, a nice free roaming game, like Assassin's Creed or um, um, GTA or Red Dead Redemption type thing. That's what that's those are my favorite. Don't get me wrong. I love my FPSs. I love my FPSs. We can talk about FPSs right now if you want. Let's talk about Fortnite, okay? Now, Fortnite wasn't... Fortnite's not an FPS. It's a, it's a third person. You know, it's not first, which is fine. That's not a problem. But the problem with Fortnite is... PUBG was out first, if I'm correct, right? It was PUBG. And, of course, before PUBG, there were... Uh, Probably know, a few other games. Like hundreds, I'll say like maybe like 10, you know, 15 different Battle Royale games, right? Really stupid ones. Like Paladins, you know. I'm not trying to talk shit about Paladins. I actually played it for like an hour. It's not bad. Did you just swear? <laughs> Did I? 
<laughs> Sorry, guys. I just want to keep this really family friendly. So if you, if you hear a swearing word, it's probably by accident. But no, we're trying to keep this as family friendly as possible, and we yeah. want to talk about it. So, so sorry about that, but uh, go uh, ahead, continue. So, so Palace wasn't polished, right? It was just uh, the maps were really tiny. You're this little, either a dragon character or a lady running around, and just uh, it just wasn't good, right? And then PUBG, which I actually have and I played, it mainstreamed the the, oh, the man, thing. PUBG is so good, dude. The map is huge. And then when Fortnite came out and I played it for the first time, my first the first thing I said was, "Hey, it's PUBG, just an animated version." That's you know but the thing about fortnite is that even PUBG can do is fortnite like doesn't have five maps four or five maps they don't have a bunch of game modes they have no, they, have they create game modes. no no like i know but it's like it's, it's still close to battle royale like it's not a team death ma like battle uh, PUBG added like a team deathmatch type thing which no no one, i'm talking about 50 50 or or team rumble which is team deathmatch it is oh okay well i, so, I haven't so played it that's been added recently at first, it was just it was solo, it was duo, and it was squad. That was that was all there was. Okay, but the thing is, Fortnite had one map, and they keep doing such innovative things with those those maps. On the one map. On the one map, like they re release a new area, or they take out a new area and they destroy it in a, in like a really cool way. And, they add something different. and then they add something different, like uh, with Dusty Depot, they turned it into Dusty Divot because a meteor hit it, right? And then Dusty Divot's back now. They they brought it back. Uh, uh you mean the Depot? I mean. Oh, that's depot, sorry. Yeah. And now Tilted Towers is now Tilted Town. And is it? Yeah. So now I haven't even seen that. Um, inside Tilted Town, you can't shoot and you can't build and you can't harvest. So it's just you against the player. You you can't build walls. You can't build stairs. You can't do anything. You can run around. You can hide. You can still fight. You can shoot. But is this the old Tilted Tower? What the heck? No, no, no. They turned Tilted Tower. Well, Tilted Towers turned into Neo Tilted. Remember? Yeah. Neo Tilted turned to Tilted Town. So there's a big barrier around this in the game. If you enter the barrier, it says, Welcome to Tilted uh, Town. Uh, no building, harvesting, or anything allowed. So you can shoot, right? But you can't build or harvest. That's cool. I don't know. I like that. Because I was playing, landed in there. I got destroyed because I kept thinking I could build. And I kept pressing my build keys. I'm like, why is my game not working? And then that, you know, just an optional stuff. So I, I don't think it was a bad idea. Well, it was a pretty good one. Except the problem was is that do you know the new brutes they added to the game? But I haven't. I haven't okay, played so it in a while. What's called brutes? So when you play duo, you can enter them with your friend or on solo. You can enter them by yourself, right? They, those are allowed to go into Tilted Town, and still step on people. So I find that kind of overpowered in a way because that shouldn't really be allowed, in my opinion. Plus, when you're playing solo, you really want to get you know uh, stepped on by a brute and killed. I call them mechs because you know mech is giant robot, but. You know, yeah, so uh, Countless Rage. I don't know. It looks cool, though. It, it actually well, genuinely it's, it's, does it's look cool. It's cool, but, like, it's the thing with, uh, you know, like, they add these brutes, right? And, like, when you're playing solo, normally it's supposed to be controlled by two people. You know, you and your partner. Yeah. But they made it on solo, so if you're inside this brute, you can change your seat by pressing a key, right? So if someone's running, right, they'll just park it right next to you, change your seat to the gunner position, and you're, you're gone. You know, the game just ends for you. And it happened to me. I was top five, and you know, it happened to me. And you know, it was kind of ragey, but like some things they add in this game haven't. I'm not gonna say repetitive. Everything's been different, so I guess in that regard, that's good. But sometimes keeping it simple like PUBG isn't a bad idea. I still think PUBG's like PUBG ironed it all. You know what I mean? PUBG kind of paved the way for Fortnite. 
Sure, I, I guess you could say that, but did they really? PUBG, um, how do I say this? PUBG, um, revolutionized? not revolutionized, they made it mainstream, okay, right? Yeah, 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 okay. That's that, okay. So they made, they made Battle Royale mainstream. Now, the problem I have is that after Fortnite was out, I don't want to say a year, maybe it was, or maybe it was like a year and a half, Apex Legends hit the scene, right? And then, to my dismay, it was another Battle Royale game. Have you played? you played Apex Legends. I played it like a few times. A few times. So I wouldn't play, say you that. You know the gameplay, right? Like, you know, there's a little bit. closes. You have to run away. You have to stay in the safe area. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't even last that long for the ring to close up on me. Or <laughs> die right away. So the problem I found with that is that you also jump out of a bus, right? Like that, like people, like creators, game developers keep going to that sense where like no one does it different, you know? Like you're like Battle Royale now is you have to jump out of a bus or because, a ship or something. Like, okay, but that's the thing though. Everybody's doing it same because nobody, like the, the, the thing is like, it's so weird because you were just talking about how everybody's trying to be different in the smartphone market. But when yeah. it comes to gaming, everybody's trying to do it the, do the same, same thing. thing. Because they don't want people, they don't want to steer away their customers, right? But then that's the problem. Like everybody starts saying, "Oh, this game is the same. Oh, this game is the same," mm-hmm. that nobody wants to play it anymore, right? Like nobody, like everybody gets sick of it, and then people start complaining. Yeah, and then so fast, you know, PUBG, Fortnite, Apex Legends. There's going to be another one. I guarantee you, another battle royale is going to come out. Everyone's going to play it for a week, and then they're going to get bored because, well, the thing people like about Fortnite too is the building, obviously, right? Like the building aspect. You don't die right away when you see someone. You don't get shot at instantly. You uh, like you have a chance to get away. You know you build build fortress, build this, build that. Like you can actually battle and stuff, which is good. Yeah, it is cool. Um, so uh, I don't know. I I just feel like it's just the gaming community is going blah right now, and I really feel like that this Call of Duty might actually twist it. Oh, yeah, sorry, back to Call of Duty. It, it it make it come back. I just really feel like that it could do that, but the thing is, I just. The thing is, is like, I just really feel like that Call of Duty has gone in such a really bad place that I feel like if this modern warfare brings it back to its roots, it'll genuinely, um, like reboot the gaming industry. Because right now the gaming industry is focused on such a, a small circle of games like Fortnite and like <laughs> what is what else is there? Okay. Fortnite? No, but like that's not even in the mainstream anymore. I mean. Like, a lot of people in China play it because Tencent put it on mobile. But, like, I'm talking about, like, what games can you play on PC? Like, you go on Twitch. What are those main games that you see play, people play? Uh, I've seen Hearthstone. And I know Hearthstone is not, like, a big game. But, you know, a lot of people No, it is a big game. But, like, I'm talking about, like, Western. Like, in, in Western media right now, Fortnite is all the rage. It's literally all the rage. And people are still... Like, the game is, what, almost two years old now? Yeah. And people are still going crazy at it. Yeah, they are. I guess uh, I just ironed out. I guess they just ironed out a few things that PUBG didn't. Maybe you know, like uh, the building aspect. Like in PUBG, you can hide behind a tree. I mean, then again, for PUBG, there's so many hacks and stuff that people use, you know, to their advantage and stuff. And, I don't know, but that's not what I'm referring to. Yeah, I know. I'm just talking about like, I just really feel like Call of Duty can really do something here. And sorry, I'm shooting away from the Call of Duty thing. Sorry, yeah. So back to Call of Duty. No, I just really feel like that they can do something about it. And they can really go back to the root. No, I know. But the thing is, is like Activ- uh, not was it Activision? I, I bel- No, not Activision. Infinity Ward. They really screwed up with, uh, with Infinite Warfare. 
And if they could really do something, not only with the multiplayer, but with the campaign and whatever third mode that they have coming, if they really can go above and beyond and really bring Call of Duty back to its roots and brings Call of Duty back into like what you really was, then I feel like then we have a really great game that'll come back into the mass media and which will be streamed maybe even bigger than Fortnite. Because right now, Fortnite... And Ninja and everything, like it's it's so big that Ninja is moving platforms from Twitch to Mixer. Did you hear the offer he was given? Fifty million dollars. No. $934 million dollars as a six-year contract with Mixer. So think about that. With Mixer, Mixer is Microsoft. Yeah. A billion dollars, they yeah, almost. They give him a billion dollars. Really, I want to. I want to. Yeah, I want to search that up. Thirty-four or thirty-two million dollars to switch from Twitch to them. I mean, think about. No, that. I don't know if it's nine hundred thirty-six million. Sure, it is. Search. I don't know. We're just gonna. So that, that, that's what I was told. But like you know, obviously anyone can be wrong. Um, I believe that might have been a little off. What does it say? Like just I don't know. I don't know. Like nine hundred. Like he moved to Mixer, and like it's nuts. I'm. I've heard it was like fifty-six million dollars. That's what I heard. No, there's no way. Like. I don't think Ninja would move from Twitch to Mixer for... I mean, that's a really low sum for him, though. That's the thing. No, because this guy makes 500000 a year. On, no, he makes more than 500000 a year. I mean, uh, I a, a month. Be, I mean, sorry. Yeah, a month. Because he posts his Twitch clips on YouTube, and on Twitch he gets donations and stuff, right? And then on YouTube he makes, what, like 12, 15 million views? And, and if he add, yeah. He gets paid. But no, no, but it was reported that he was paid 500000 a month, which adds up to like $6 million a year. That's a nice... Yeah, so he's already making bank. No, I don't know if they paid him a billion dollars because that's insane, and that would probably. That is what I was told. But then again, like. No, they would. They wouldn't pay him a billion dollars. Then the guy would be a billionaire right now. No, I don't believe so. Probably, just quit it. probably fifty-six million dollars is what I heard, okay, and that's actually a little more reasonable. To be honest, it is a little bit more reasonable. Yeah, let's just say, yeah, let's just say that. So 50, $50 million to fifty-six million or something like that. Um, well, now he's with Mixer. He is with Mixer now. He's not with Twitch anymore. He completely moved. But but let me tell you something. Fortnite caused that. Yeah. That, and that's what I'm telling Like, Fortnite disrupted the gaming industry. Yeah. It genuinely went above and beyond and disrupted the gaming industry. Yet, like, 80% of it doesn't see what the huge, huge appeal is. Because I'm not a Fortnite fanatic, you know. Like, I, You play it, though. I play a couple games, and then I get bored. Because... <sighs> In general, there's too many battle royale. Like in my eyes, there's just, there's so many Overwatch. Right when Overwatch came out, I was like, "Damn, this looks really, really good." And then I thought about it, and I'm like, "Oh, it's another, you know, five v five, you know." But like they did it, like that wasn't bad though. You but know, but the, the thing about their side of the map, they you had a countdown. But Overwatch, had, Overwatch is a competitive game, and, and and Call of Duty used to be like that. It used to be okay, a competitive game. It's a competitive game, but it's not. It's an it is. Like it, it is. Tournaments that they have every single month. The yeah, thousand dollars on the line, the million dollars on the line. Did you hear about that sixteen-year-old who won the championship? He won. Yeah. Three million dollars. He quit school. Like, it's just. I don't know if I would quit school though. If three, if you made three million dollars, would you quit school? I mean, you already no, have quit school not. technically. <laughs> you quit school, but you're going back in, like to. Well, we're seeing Ryan out the details. Yeah. So, but no, like at the same time, like I wouldn't quit school. If I, mean, I lost three million, three million, million, three million dollars is three million dollars. But like, sure, you, you can invest that. that. Job, you can try to get your what? I mean, don't get me wrong. Mixer contacts me and say, "Hey, fifty-six million bucks. Like, come work for us for six years." I mean, sure, but I kind of want to. 
I'm not just going to stare at my computer. With I don't know, because Fortnite, if you look at Fortnite now, everybody's every. Fortnite in general, though, like, but lo- let's like, go back to Twitch for a second. So let's talk about Twitch for a minute. So on Twitch, anyone streams any, like any game, you know, right? Like it's not just, uh, oh, like you said, like Fortnite's like kind of taken over Twitch. Yeah, but like you still see those Call of Duty, even Minecraft, bro. Like, people are still streaming that game on Twitch. I saw, like Minecraft YouTubers and they're doing really good. And I want to tell you something. Ever since PewDiePie started his little Minecraft campaign of his survival world, you know how many people started doing it? Jacksepticeye started. Um, what's his name? Uh, Cinnamon Toast Ken. Uh, he's kind of well known, I guess. Um, he he started. Playing. Everyone started playing. But this is what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, like the, Minecraft also disrupted the industry into like whatever it came out. Yeah. It genuinely disrupted the. It was so big. It was probably. The biggest game. It was like the Fortnite of back then. Everybody was playing Minecraft. It was the Fortnite of survival. No, no. It was, yeah, I know. You're right. Yeah, it, it, it was. But the thing is, it was literally the Fortnite of back in the day. And the thing is, the, that game died down so much. And but it then came back. Exactly. So hard, man. Oh, man. It came back. And it's not a bad game. I'm not and the thing is, I, I play Minecraft. Like, Fortnite, I, I feel like Fortnite is going to do that. I really feel like it's going to die. It already has. Right? When Apex came out, it, it, but the thing is, this mixer thing brought Fortnite back. Like in a, in the short term. Like we're talking about short term. Yeah. Fortnite died for a little bit. It wasn't in the media as much. And then Bro. Ninja comes out with this f- mixer deal. I'm gonna stream only on Mixer. This guy had a million people, a million subscribers on first, Mixer. Yeah, like in the first what week? Week. week. Yeah, like it, it disrupted the gaming industry. Many, think about his YouTube, right? What does he have? Thirty million subscribers on YouTube? No, I think he has like ten yes. million. Oh, yes, ten. Oh, what was well, okay. So his videos get well at around like 20, 25 million, I think, views. Views. Yeah, let so me he has look like that. Ten million subscribers on YouTube. He could have easily posted that on YouTube, right? Twenty-two million. Oh, yeah, twenty-two million subscribers. So oh, that's say, crazy. I said, yeah. okay, so he has twenty-two. So he's still well up there. Okay, so he has twenty-two million subs, right? I'm assuming he probably posted the video on YouTube saying that you know his mixer video and stuff. And then everyone kind of just, uh, obviously, whoever watched that video watches Ninja, right? So then I'm just going to wait on YouTube for his Twitch clips. They're going to go and watch him live. And it's not on Twitch anymore. It's on Mixer. So wherever he goes, his followers, his subs are going to follow him. You know what I mean? So they're kind of just going to, they're going to go where he goes, no matter where it is. Whether it was uh, Mixer or whether it was, I don't know, any other ones. I think there was one coming out. It was called Vid something. Vid me? I don't know. But there was another one coming out that just died. It just disappeared. I've never heard of it again. No, but then again, like Mixer is like Microsoft exclusive. So, yeah, but let's talk about games from like the old times. You know what I'm saying? Like, forget about like, what did there used to be? There was what? There were like one game before, like Super Mario. Like that was all. You started with that. Those were the days, you know, like Nintendo, uh, Super Nintendo, all those old systems. Those are the good times. No, and exactly that's what I mean. It's like right now, those companies are trying to bring back the nostalgic. That's what I swear to God. If you look at gaming companies now, other than Fortnite and like PUBG, like which they're trying to do their own thing, Nintendo and uh, Activision, they're just trying to bring back that nostalgic feeling. That's what they're trying to do. uh, On the Nintendo Switch, they added. So there's a thing you can download from the store, obviously, right? That you play old games on. So they they ported like uh, Metroid and all those old old games, the like Ghosts and Goblins, onto the Switch. And I think that was a good idea. You know, like I don't know, I'm not gonna buy. I mean, obviously, one day I will because I'm a fan of old games. I'm not gonna buy, you know, 
uh, Super Nintendo to play one game, right? There's a lot of games I enjoy from my past, like, you know, you have Super Mario Bros. 3 and stuff like that. And, like, think about, think about if it was just Atari and Nintendo, right? Remember, remember when it was just them two competing? Yeah. And then Sega. It was just... It was Atari, Nintendo, and Sega. Atari obviously fell behind because, like, graphics. And, like, it wasn't advanced. And then NES and Sega were head-to-head all the time. All the time it was against them. And then, like, all these other systems came out. And then you got hit with all these games today, right? Like, I kind of feel like... Like, they had RPGs back then, too. They had adventure games. They had all those type of games. But now, now all I see now is, like, first-person shooters now, which is kind of taking... It, it's, but it's that's a, a thing, though. Like It's not a bad thing, in my opinion, but it's not, it's not that much of a good thing. Like, me, myself, like, you know how we were talking about Call of Duty? Like, how we were talking about Modern Warfare? We were talking about Black Ops. So, I want to go back to Black Ops for one quick second. So, like I said, zombies... My, my favorite, right? You see how long you can last, you know, you, you have your limited resources in the game, you gotta see how long you can make it, right? And I think that's a really, really good idea, you know, just survive. Um, we stopped seeing that, well, the old one, like I said, Black Ops 1 is my favorite zombie thing, uh, zombie game. Well, World at War, too. World at War was oh, freaking fun. At War, I still play it. I played it, I was playing it yesterday, actually. Um, but do you see how everybody goes back to those older games? Yeah. Because, like, the newer games of nowadays, like, all you have is Fortnite. Like, and everybody, and there are small populations split amongst the old games. So, all, people are playing Minecraft. And then there's people going back to World of War. And then there's people like me, you go into Modern Warfare 2. Like, and everybody's playing the older games because I just feel like the games that are coming out now are right, either to too par. similar or are, 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 are they're right. too similar right. or not up to no, par no, no, as no, what they were right. back in the day. Like, similar. It's just everybody pumping out games and games and games. I don't know. I don't want to talk. so fast that they're missing the point. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, these games used to have a story. Not, not just campaign-wise. You know, like, online. Like, it just all had a nice, rhythmic story. And now now it's just, you, when you play Black Ops 4, it's like, here, online, Blackout, or this. Or survival. Like, it's just, it's just, I don't know. I haven't played the zombies on Black Ops 4. Like I said, after Black Ops 2, I got It wasn't really that good. Black Ops 4 Zombies wasn't, like, it wasn't good. It wasn't as good as, no. Like, I prefer Black Ops 1. Like, the Nintendo Switch, you know, the newest Nintendo console. I'm sort of, like, you know, Nintendo's still in business, man. Like, obviously, they're Nintendo. Like, they created oh my God. the best games. Breaking news. Uh, I want to just, sorry, sorry to cut you oh, off there. Breaking news. Uh, I don't know if anybody, if you live in Canada, you probably know about this story. But in the, if you're not in the U.S., I'll just bring you up to speed. Um so there were two teenagers, Briar. I'm gonna really screw up his last name here, Schmeskly, uh, and then Cam McLeod, 19, are believed to be dead. So they were char- they were both charged with second degree murder of a Vancouver man named Leonard Dick. Um. And they were also suspects in the shooting deaths of Austrian Lucas Fowler and uh, Shina Deese uh, of North Carolina. So these men committed three different – well, they were suspected of committing two murders, but they were charged with committing one murder. There was a big manhunt going underway, like huge manhunt, where these two were just going around BC, Manitoba, Alberta. They were just going around and around and around, and the RCP was like on their tails the entire time, right? So, it's a huge thing in Canada, and sad thing is we're seeing more stuff like this like every day now. Exactly, and, and these two teenagers are now believed to be dead. Uh, RCMP Manitoba, 
uh, tweeted at 3.04. So it's, right now it's 3.30. So not even half an hour oh, ago. Just yeah, they just said after weeks of a manhunt for these two teenagers, um, two bodies were uh, located, believed to be the BC suspects, on the shoreline of N uh, Nelson River. Wow. So I I believe... I, um, there was like this this manhunt was so big that local police, RCMP, and Canadian military were all going around and and uh, like looking for these two teenagers. So that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. And now they're just believed to be dead. Like after weeks of manhunts, and they're just believed to be dead. I I don't even want to get into this topic. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I just literally just saw this. It just said breaking news, so I had to say I had to say that because I feel like we're one of the first, and um, I just wanted to, like I also want to talk about what happened in the U.S. over the weekend, and I, my heart goes out to the families affected, and I really hope that something can be done to protect those in in the U.S. because like there are so many issues going on, and. It's just so hard to stop these acts of violence, I feel. And I feel like acts of violence are so so popular nowadays. Like, I don't know why, though. But, like, so many people are just committing murders and committing murder. Like, I don't know if it's, like, the new thing. You know what I mean? Like, if it, like and, and the thing is, Christchurch, New Zealand. Like, all these things were to ga gain popularity. Like, and I don't understand why. You're, like, you're killing innocent people to gain popularity. You know that one, uh, remember that one shooting in the church? Christchurch. Yeah, Christchurch, New Zealand. No, no, the church. Are you talking about or, or the mosque? The church, I believe. Oh no, no, it was a mosque. Right? It was a in cross. Yeah, in Christchurch, New Zealand. I think it was like yeah, fifty-two yeah. people were yeah, were so killed. Here's, here's the thing, right? So you know that whole thing, like with T series and PewDiePie, the whole like exactly. And, and that guy brought up. He said right at the end when he, when he killed everyone. I'm not trying. To, I'm not laughing. I found it so stupid because PewDiePie just in one of the videos. Um, right at the end, after everything, he looked at a camera and he's like, "Sub to PewDiePie." And and at that and he was pissed like PewDiePie. I've never yeah, seen him that pissed in my life. Actually, really mad. He, he, he's like, he's like, he was scared, dude. He was in the video. He was actually kind of afraid. Well, only because he does because he doesn't want to be horrible, dude. Like that was actually like one of the most horrible things I've ever seen. Like who does that? Like right at the end, we'll try the camera. Like, and and now look in the U.S. over over forty eight hours, two mass shootings occurred. Two of them. And um, well, I was just crazy. It's honestly crazy. Like and and this brings up the topic of gun control. What do we do about gun control? Do we just do they? No, exactly. But the thing is, is like they have the Second Amendment, and I'm not trying to advocate for either side here. I'm not trying to get political, but what happens now with gun control? Because now you have people calling for the total abandonment of gun control, and then you have people saying, "No, we need our guns." But then you, if you give guns to these sick people. Like, look what happens. Dead. Yep. And sure, U.S. is a big state. People are going to bring up statistics and people are going to say that, oh, the U.S. is a huge state. And I'm like, like I said, I'm not on either side here because I, I, I don't live there. So I can't really necessarily become patriotic about it. But um, people, politicians, they bring up the gun control thing. We should really, they really people believe that uh, gun control is uh the way to go here and um i just don't feel like i just don't feel like i don't feel like it's gonna happen yeah no 
I honestly don't feel like it's going to happen because it is embedded in the amendment. Uh, like, it is a second amendment. It is embedded in the Constitution. But I don't know. It's really, really, really sad. And I, my heart, like I said, goes out to the families. And I don't want to even talk about this because it just really makes me upset to hear that people are just killing people for the sake of like, oh, he's an immigrant. I'm going to go kill him. And in, in, El Paso, in El Paso, Texas, this 21-year-old uh, gunman kill, went into a Hispanic area. So Hispanic majority area and went and killed people. Twenty one people, I believe it was. Like it's racism. Racism is so big now. Like in in Christchurch, it was Muslims that were targeted. In El Paso, Texas, it's it was um, um, uh, Mexicans. Sure, bro, but do they deserve to die? Sure, they're illegal immigrants. I understand that, and I don't even agree with illegal immigration, but do they deserve to be killed? I do not believe so, and I don't. I don't even think that the the, the camps that they put the horrific camps that the u.s the united states of america which once fought for the freedom of people are now keeping kids separated from their parents in camps and there's horrific horrific um situations going on in those camps yeah but it's nothing like you know i mean if we could do something we would have done it but now you know what i mean like i would have went out and like this something but what, what can i do but now people are taking things into their own hands with their own guns and killing people. Like it's just disgusting. It absolutely is disgusting. And I, uh, I, I just. And Eight uh, Chan. You know Eight Chan, the anonymous like it's like a Reddit basically, but it's like more anonymous. Eight Chan is. I'm pretty sure it's the same owner or something. So this guy posted his manifesto. The shooter posted his manifesto on on 8chan. And now Congress is asking 8chan's owner to testify in the recent mass shootings. It's, uh, I don't know, it's... So... Over the past four months, three suspected white supremacists at hair terror attacks after the shootings posted racist screeds their, uh, describing their motives on the fridge message board on 8chan. Two of those attacks took place in the United States. The initial American attack uh, was a synagogue shooting in po uh, Poway, California, and the second occurring over the weekend in El Paso, Texas. So essentially, what's happening is... Um, Is they're posting their terror, uh, their sick, racist motives on 8chan, and <clears throat> those those are actually taking place. So these shooters post their things on 8chan, which is anonymous. So no one knows who it is. You know? Exactly, nobody knows who it is, and and it just it like one guy. I I don't know if you remember the synagogue shooting in Poway, California. Um. Some guy posted his manifesto or whatever the hell you want to call it on 8chan and he went ahead and did it and killed innocent Jewish people just attending the synagogue for the day. And then this happened again over the weekend in El Paso, Texas, where this guy, this sick person, posted his ideas and uh, racist motivations on 8chan and then he went ahead and also committed the, the atrocity. Like, it's just disgusting. And I really feel like if there's something like this, that it shouldn't be made anonymous. You know what I mean? Like, it, and, and now no, Congress no is asking a chance. No one would post that if it wasn't anonymous, you know? Like, did you around exactly. But then where, how much, but then again, okay, I understand there's a rights to privacy, 
But at the no, same no, time, it's not, it's not about right to privacy. It's about this guy doesn't want anyone knowing who he is. You know what I mean? So when he posted his manifesto, it's anonymous, right? They don't know it was him. Or... No, they didn't know it was him. I, I guess that's not. He doesn't want anyone to know. And him. that's why they're asking the owner of HAN to testify yeah. in Congress. Yeah, like he doesn't need anyone knowing it's him because I could draw like draw different people's eyes. You know what I mean? He's just trying to post it and show it. So the. I don't know. It's just a really jumbled situation, and I, my heart really do go out to the families that are affected by these mass shootings. And I really feel, hope that something can be done to fix the the issues going on in there. I don't know. I, I on a lighter note, I guess. Like I don't even want to continue with this podcast, but I'm just gonna um, ve- uh, vegan Beyond Meat burgers. Let's move to Tim Hortons uh, news, shall we? So it's not even Tim Hortons. This is Subway. Uh, oh, no, this, this is so all major, this basically. Is all the major fast food things trying to do this for people, and I think it's a little bit of a gimmick because Tim Hortons, first of all, right? They never used to do like Beyond Meat, which is what it's called there. It's Beyond Meat, right? It's vegetarian. It's good. It's healthy. Um, it's I not have though. Tasted it. Um, it tastes like cardboard. You know, you take a piece of cardboard, you heat it up. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I, it's not bad. It's honest to God, not bad. But at the same time, I I don't know if I agree with Beyond Meat Burgers. Like now there are studies coming out that are saying ultra processed patties can be bad for our health. Yeah. And that's what the thing was. When Beyond Meat first came out, it's like, oh, look, it's not even meat. So vegans were attracted to it. That was the thing. That's the little gimmick I'm saying. Okay, and then and then and they're saying, "Oh, it's healthy for you because it's plant based." Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not. It's not though. Like it's ultra processed. Uh, I don't know. I, see, this is maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm actually an employee of Tim Hortons. Um, and if we're gonna talk about sales of you know Beyond Meat, I'd say it's not bad, right? I don't totally agree with like. I mean, I don't care for Beyond Meat, right? I mean, I don't eat, you know, like neither of us, right? Let's be honest. We don't eat, like, sausage or, you know, stuff from there. But um, I just found it weird because, like, randomly, it's Beyond Meat comes out. They have, like, six new sandwiches already. They're Beyond Burger, Beyond Breakfast, you know, stuff like that. Beyond Wraps. And, like, one customer will come in and tell me that it tastes absolutely good. Oh, it's great, like... I don't eat meat, so it's it's great. It works out for me. And then I have another another customer tell me that it tastes like cardboard, right? And I guess it just it's just a different perspective of people. Obviously, you know, like it depends obviously who's eating and stuff. But I, I did try one once, and it didn't taste that appealing to me, right? And the thing is, I like it, but it's not everybody's like, oh, it's actual meat. It's, it's actual so meat. Process that it's not. Real. Like it's like, bro. It's it, not it, real. The thing is, it's like, is it even? healthy anymore and like ultra pro like i don't know if you know this but once food becomes processed and processed and processed it becomes very bad for your health because then they add additives and they add like things in order to preserve it and like all these things and it's just like and they're promoting it like it's the most healthy thing you'll ever find like i mean even subway okay so yeah so tell me about the subway beyond thing because i'm gonna okay so subway even remember subway when they said oh we're so healthy we're the healthiest restaurant out there it turns out subway is not actually that healthy it's just the healthiest restaurant, sure, but at the same time, like it's not healthy. It was, it's a, it's a marketing bluff. Yeah. And and this is what I want to say about Beyond Me. I, 
how much time do you have to have on your hands? And I like I'm not, I'm not going against vegans here, but how much time do you have on your hands to genuinely go out of your way and create a Beyond Meat burger and all this stuff? Like, how are you so worried about? Like, I understand. I hate how animals are treated in the in the industry. That's why I eat halal meat because halal meat has to like there are certain. It's a certain way. Like animals can't be mistreated. There's no antibiotics. You can't treat. We have the, a certain way of butchering them. You know? Exactly. We have a certain like, way. It's yes, it's humane and everything. So, yeah, I, so we still butcher them. It's true, but like we have our sayings when we do it. We don't just do it as everyone else does. Like we have our own. I, I'm not gonna say ritual. Like we have our own. We have our own process. I'd say it's a better process than you know, because you know the halal meat stuff. Um, and it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing, which we both agree with. One thing I will say though is that like like Archon here just said like the way animals are treated like yeah it's, it's horrible like I don't want to see that but I mean who am I to raise my voice and say anything about it I don't I'm a nobody but in general back to the Beyond Me especially so um, um I'm just gonna take a quick break here uh, I'll be right back so uh, the with the Beyond Meat thing. Um, like, I just feel like, sure, it is a good thing for vegans. I understand that. But to be, be a vegan, how much time do you have to have on your hands and how much like freedom must you have? Like there are people in the world who are genuinely dying of hunger. Do you really believe that they care about what they're eating? I'm pretty sure they would kill. They would kill to eat. But the thing is, Beyond Meat is such a luxury because, like, you look at Libya, you look at these third world countries. Do you believe that they have the luxury to eat Beyond Meat? No, I mean, of course not. And th- and that's where I'm getting a little bit frustrated because don't get me wrong, Beyond Meat, great thing. We're living in the Western Westernized uh, world and shit. But like, it's just annoying. Sorry, excuse my language. <laughs> I'm just a little bit annoyed because like how much of a luxury is it to have these things such as Beyond Meat or veggie burgers or whatnot? Don't forget where we are though, okay? So it all depends on location. Okay, exactly. Let's just not like, you know, remember that in those places. Put yourself, okay. Put yourself, put a vegan in a survival situation where like it's literally in a survival situation. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you have to remember that. I get that. In those places, it's way harder. They, they don't have luxuries because look at the environment they're in. But if they were here in, you know, where we are right now, and they had that luxury, then they would just have it. You know what I mean? Like, beyond me is just, you know, whatever. You okay, but, but, but so put much. yourself in a put yourself in a survival situation. And I, I, no, no, I get, I get, like, veganism is, like, okay, only if you have, like, but I just feel like they are talking for the safety of animals and and whatnot. And I, and I totally agree. I hate the way that animals are treated. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I hate the way that the animal industry is treating their animals. But if you look in the market now in the supermarket, you will find that some manufacturers are re- re- going to um, like more humane ways to slaughter their animals and the treatment of their animals. Um, uh, dairy farmers of Canada. I don't know if you've seen that advertisement. The way that, like they, like they brush and they clean their cows and they treat their cows so fairly, right? Yeah, they respect them. It, it, exactly. So, and I, I totally agree with their what they're trying. I, I see where they're coming from, but I don't totally agree with what they're saying. Like, if you put yourself in a survival situation, 
Like, let's just say a zombie apocalypse, for example. Right, so, Do you really care about what you're eating then? Oh, no, for sure. Like, so, so I understand what you're saying. So, like, we're in a survival situation, right? Like you just said right now. It's the end of the world. Apocalypse, right? You're trying to find something to eat. Like you said, what a vegan walk into, like, you know, you're going to raid grocery stores and stuff, try to get everything you can. Is, is a vegan going to care if they can find vegan food or will they just take what they can get? I think in that situation, uh, I mean, if you ask me honestly, like, no. I mean, you you need to eat, right? I mean, are you just going to die from hunger because you believe you have to be vegan? Whether it's a situation like that or, you know. I mean, in the world right now, though, like you said, in survival situations like, you know, places you were listing and obviously the places who don't have much around the world, um, they know, they, like, how are you going to be vegan there? You would starve to death from lack of materials and, you know, lack of food and that type of stuff. So, yeah, in that regard, I understand what you're saying in every aspect. Okay. So, anyway, let's go back to the Beyond Meat. So, Beyond Meat, their stocks are skyrocketing. People are loving this stuff. And, but the thing is, it's advertised as a healthy alternative. Do you remember when they advertised cigarettes as, like, but back in the day, when they used to advertise cigarettes and they when they used to advertise all these things, they used to make it seem like it was so great for your health, right? And then you had actual scientific um, scientific studies come out on it. And it's just like, no, cigarettes were terrible for your health. Have you ever seen the uh, well, – you know, the convenience store right down the street? Like we would always go, right? And on these boxes of cigarettes, it would say on the box that it will kill you. Like on the box. Like, you know, you and exactly. You buy it and on the box it says this is horrible for your health or – uh, smoking gives cancer. So they put these ads right onto the thing. And I find that kind of funny, honestly, because as you're about to grab one, you know, because, you know, some people smoke like two packs a day and I find that ridiculous, right? I find that that's horrible. You're going to smoke two packs a day. I mean, you're just going to give yourself the problem that most people have. But the, yeah, so I, I find it funny because my dad once, I, I saw a pack of cigarettes he had, which he quit, by the way. He doesn't smoke anymore. Um, on it, it said it was talking about cancer and how smoking gives you cancer. And it was so ironic, right? Because, like, it's on the pack of cigarettes that he bought. So, yeah. So no, no. But, like, whatever. I'm not referring technically. I'm I'm talking about the fact that cigarettes used to be seen as this healthy thing. And and, and, and I'm not comparing cigarettes with Beyond Me. I'm just talking – I'm just trying to make a, a – like, no, I'm just trying – just making a little comparison. Like, exactly. Like talking about different things. Yeah. They used to say when cigarettes first came – well, not first came out. But when cigarettes were first, like, advertised – they were seen as this great thing that it'll, it'll improve your health. It'll make your health uh, like it'll make you look more beautiful. And they used to have these pretty ladies advertising for the the, the cigarettes. But then all these scientific studies came out, and like you like you said, those advertisements saying this will kill you came out, and all those things. Like, but now this but the Beyond Meat Burger, everybody's like, oh, the Beyond Meat is so healthy for you. It doesn't kill animals, and and the thing is, now if you look at it, dietitians are saying that this processed food is more likely for you to like it's extra processed like beyond me if you want it to taste as good as it is it probably has so many additives has so many things in there like and the thing is dietitians here uh, like in this national post article it says um, when people eat more processed foods they are likely to consume more calories and gain weight a study by national institutes of health found with this added weight uh, uh, with this added weight gain uh, Complications such as kidney disease, diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol, and heart disease are more uh, um, 
common. common. Yeah. yeah so, and, and the thing is, and, and they make a really good comparison here because it says just because the plant uh, product is plant based doesn't mean it's automatically healthy. French fries are plant based. Langer pointed out. And French fries, as we know, is really bad for you. They can clog your arteries, can give you high cholesterol, can uh, create heart complications. Well, let's, well, let's talk on a real note here. Like we, we like them. I mean, we eat them. We can't. Exactly. So exactly. That, so but, that's the thing, you know? But like I said, but the thing is, beyond like everybody knows the stigma around French fries, but does everybody know the stigma, like the really bad things around that beyond meat? Because mm-hmm. like, sure, it's an alternative to meat, but is it a healthier alternative is what's coming from is that's the worth, thing that we it it, exactly so like i don't know i just really find that it's really stupid how they um and you have to remember it's all about people's preference you know so while like i said earlier so one person could hate it one person could say it tastes like like i said cardboard or you know some person could say oh yeah like like the tomato and the lettuce is good but like the, the patty itself is kind of bland and then another person will walk in and be like oh man this is amazing because they're vegan, because they don't eat meat, you know what I mean. So someone who eats meat on a regular ba- on a regular daily basis, right? <laughs> if they have, um, sorry, if if they have a Beyond patty, because we have Beyond burgers now, right? It's a way thicker patty. If someone who eats meat regularly eats a Beyond patty, Beyond burger, they're gonna say, "Hey, like this isn't good," like right? Because you're going from, you know, regular meat to plant based meat, whether it's you know healthy or not. I mean, let's just cut that out of the equation for now. Um, that's just how people are, you know? So if you ate meat every single day, you know, we're not talking, you know, the halal or anything right now, like you ate meat every day and then you change to plant-based, do you think you would like it right away? It's going to be an acquired taste, right? Like it's going to be an acquired taste. Someone might walk in and say, this is the best thing I've ever eaten. Right, right in line. Like someone could walk in and say, oh, I'm about to get a patty. And then you like, in your head, you're like, well, I had it yesterday and like, it wasn't really that good. Like, you, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. And, but, the th- and that's what I'm saying is yeah. like, they need to advertise so much around this Beyond Burger to get not only vegans to eat it, because vegans are already excited about this, but they want meat eaters, like actual people who eat meat, eat they want the burger. they want them to switch over and eat this Beyond Burger. Yeah. And, and that's where that's where I'm like confused because right? like now they're saying, oh, it's much it's a much healthier uh, alternative to meat, but, but is it really? It's, but it's not. Is it really though? It's not in this article right here, and a study, uh, a study by the National Institutes of Health. So a really good, like big, uh, scientific study group is now saying that it creates complications, which can help create complications such as kidney disease, diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol, and heart disease. And that's uh, and I don't know. That's just where I feel like that's really, really um, a problem. And I just feel like false advertising is a really bad thing. And I really hope that people f- study the Beyond Burger before they go ahead and eat it and see if it's actually a better alternative to meat. So let me change it up a bit right now. Okay? So we're still on the topic of Tim Hortons, but I want to talk about something else. Is that good? So yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So I was watching a training video. Okay, This was just another day at work. I was there. You know, We had new videos. And what really bothered me about this one is that I was watching a five-minute video about the new and upcoming Tim Hortons coffee lid. And if you've seen this video, it was ridiculous, dude. And uh, like, I'm trying to be like, we're on a serious note, right? Like, we're, like we're, we're, one second, one second. Before you go on further, I just want everybody to know what Tim Hortons is. Cause <laughs> like, I know that we don't have like a, a huge viewership and whatnot, but I just, Tim Hortons is uh, basically a fast food brand. 
in Canada. It's like a coffee and donut place, but it also serves burger, like it has Beyond Burgers. It serves sausage, eggs, all that stuff. Like it's a breakfast place, essentially what it is. But it's open 24 hours a day, serves coffee, French vanillas, whatever. So Tim Hortons is right now mainly in Canada, a little bit in the U.S. here and there, but um, mostly in Canada. So uh, go ahead, so continue. On that note, now that people know what it is. So these coffee lids that they have currently, um, so the problem with them is obviously coffee obviously leaks through them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're driving in your car, it's going to come through. And if you open it, sometimes it doesn't stay open. You know how you can click on yeah. it? It doesn't work, right? And this video was a five-minute video of this guy who was – I've never seen someone so passionate about like a coffee lid. <laughs> and the problem began – when he started talking about how how great and efficient it was going to be, and in my head I'm like, this is a coffee lid, man. I mean, it's nothing great. Like, like okay, so you know the coffee lid, the Starbucks. Yeah. Now those ones are kind of those ones are good. You know, like you have that little green. I don't know what it's called. You just yeah. And that box coffee. So they came up with that. They didn't make an ad for it or a training video. They didn't make anything like that for it. The problem is, is that they're talking so highly of this lid. It's like they're god. You know what I mean? It's like. We're going to start praying to the lid, and I'm like, it's a coffee lid. I'm like, you don't – there was no point to watch this video. I'm like, they're, they're, like I – back in college, you know how you know, I've dropped out and stuff, but back in college, uh, there was an article, right, about how many people hated Tim Horton's lids, and the, pro, like, the problem is that – it was kind of a comedic post, right? So the problem was that every time you moved your cup or something, like, it would, it would seep through. Sometimes it doesn't stay on the cup, and then, like – this video I watched is this little training guide about this guy, and he was so happy, right? It looked like an official background. This guy's just sitting there, standing there, talking about a lid. <laughs> what the hell am I watching? Like, it's like, do you know what I mean? Like, people can be passionate about anything these days, though. Like, so, and the thing is, a guy probably was paid to be that passionate. That's but, what I'm saying. So he was told to give it his all, right? Be as enthusiastic as you can. Make this lid seem like we're gonna be worshiping it. Like it's gonna be the best new lid. And then in the end, I'm like, it's just a coffee lid. That's an upgrade from the one you currently have. But the thing is, is like, if you're an avid coffee drinker, like I am, I'm an avid coffee drinker. I'm not going to lie to you. I go to university. I'm an avid coffee drinker. I need coffee in order to like, if I don't have a coffee, I have headaches all day. So, but the thing is, I kind of see where that's coming from. Like the coffee leaves from Tim Hortons are really terrible. They, they are, genuinely they are. are genu they genuinely suck. I don't like them. Right. But like something as simple as a coffee lid, was made into this advertisement that I, I didn't really see that big of a need for, right? So I, I was just kind of like... Mm. But that's how you get customers. Though. I like, Because there are people that genuinely don't go to Tim Hortons because of the coffee. I know people that do not go yeah, to Tim Hortons for just for the coffee. It's a horrible invention. Trust me, I believe you. I get it. But like... I don't know. I, I really feel like... Uh, and it's, it's just the way they advertise it. It, 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 it just kind of pissed me off, but... So okay, so sorry. Let me just end it with this. There was a better way to explain it. I'll, I'll leave it at that. You know, like the, the, there was a better way to show it off instead of, yo, this coffee lid. It's gonna stomp all your coffee, and you can click it back in. Hi, Starbucks already did that. So, I mean, there was a better. Anyway, we're gonna move on. So uh, I just want to end off this the today's podcast with um, what I'm gonna what we're gonna try and do is we're gonna try and um, add in like the trending list on uh, YouTube. And I want to like add in like the number one or number two video on YouTube. And I want to just see what the trending list is like to see the <laughs> – how do I say this? I want to see what uh, the world is about because YouTube is such a huge platform with millions and millions of daily users. And I just want to see what it's about. So today it's about Honest Trailers, Avengers Endgame. 
Like that's what's on the top well, of YouTube. That's only at the top because it's so big. You know what I mean? Like, Avengers was huge. Everyone wants to see something about Avengers. So if there's something about Avengers, everyone's gonna watch. How many views is that? Have you have you watched Avengers Endgame? No, I didn't watch the Endgame because I'm not a fan of superhero movies. It was actually fantastic. Well, I mean, we all have our opinions, you know. I, I like if you genuinely I mean, if watch we it. Talk about Thor or something. Now I think Thor is pretty dope. Like I I like Thor. Um, but then, then you'd watch, have to watch Endgame. <laughs> no, see Endgame, I'm just not into it. Like there's a guy gets a glove, ends the universe, and then. But that's not all it is, though. You have to watch... Have you watched Infinity War, at least? You know what? I've seen the ending of Endgame. Doesn't Iron Man get the glove? He creates his own glove. Oh, I, I don't want to really spoil... But, I mean, if you haven't watched it by now, then do you really deserve to not have it spoiled you for you? So, yeah, a glove goes on his hand. He, but that's the thing. The thing is, Iron Man created... Like, his nanotech suit, that's how he got the glove. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how he got the stones. Because he went to... Everybody's like, oh, he's gonna... Iron Man's gonna go fight Thanos. So Iron Man goes to Thanos, holds onto his hand, and the the because oh, wait, it, it? but no 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 because the nanotech armor, because Iron Man has nanotech armor, and the glove that Thanos was wearing was Iron Man's nanotech armor. So the nanotech armor moved the stones onto Tony's hand, Iron Man's hand, and he snapped and killed Thanos. Which was honestly, I honestly did not even expect. When I was watching that in the movie, my jaw dropped. So when he killed him, did the universe go back to normal? Or was like because kind of Spider Man kind of died right, but and then he but Spider Man everybody comes back. Yeah, everybody so that died from the snap comes back. But Iron Man dies, yeah, because he uses the snap. And and the thing is that movie was such a tremendous like it was like a once in a lifetime. I honest to God don't believe that there's gonna be uh something like that that big. Which is why I feel like Avengers Endgame honest trailers is on the top of trending. Because everybody's like Avengers Endgame. Everybody wants more of it. That they're just going to everybody for Avengers Endgame now. You know, I I saw something interesting. It was uh, it was a post about Avengers about to pass Avatar. They did pass Avatar. Yeah, they, they finally passed Avatar. And how long did it take? It took a little bit. I mean, they didn't pass them in the first week. It took like a month. It took it took. But the thing is, Avatar took that long to get that high, right? Yeah, but they got really high. You know what I'm saying? Avatar, and and, and Avatar, Avengers passed it. Avatar was amazing. Just, just, yeah, you've seen it, right? I've never seen Avatar. You've never seen that movie? No. Okay, well, that movie to me is, it's really, really well done, right? I loved it. I think it was fantastic. I just don't know why they called it Avatar. Like, I mean, I guess Avatar as in, like, you're, you have a different self, you know, it's from, like, Avatar, like, you know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. really know how to explain it, but, like, you have an Avatar. Like, they didn't have to call it that, because when you think of Avatar, what do you think of, right? You think of, like, the cartoon series on Netflix, because that was also my favorite. There's Avatar Korra, right? There's so many, like, things also the avatar movie uh based off the actual show the cartoon it was so horrible anyway uh well what's on third i mean what's on second on trending yeah uh, i don't know it's some soon. some french video um i don't know that youtuber so i'm not gonna go into yeah, it just, there's no um so anyway uh we're just gonna have to end off the podcast here i don't want to make it too long so people don't stop listening to it halfway through yeah, and we also talked about a lot in one sitting and I guess that's just kind of normal. For us so now. this is just our. We're just te- we're we, we're testing it out. We're seeing what's good. This is a test pod. No, but no, we we no, well, no, no. this is a good like. I honestly feel like we did really good here. Oh, yeah. And I'm sorry about the audio quality as well. If you really were frustrated with the audio quality, I have a microphone coming in specifically from podcast. So Jamal and I will. Um, We'll have like an actual mic. We're going to have a higher quality and we're going to try and uh, also incorporate video into it so you guys can watch us while we're doing yeah, so the podcast. If, it, if my voice sounds a little faded, it's normal. As long as you can hear me, I think that's fine. You know, you're just trying to get the gist of what I'm trying to say. 
Um, this is the first time we tried to attempt something like this. We thought it'd be really nice, you know, but why not just try to talk? And, and off the top, because like, I honestly have like a passion for like talking about world issues. And I have a passion, like I have a passion for a lot of things and I just feel like whatever's on the top of my head, that's what I'm going to like. And I, whatever it is. So I'm just going off the top of my head and, trying to and get, trust me, we know it's been done. I mean, let's look, look at what ended with this case. Okay? So. Podcasting has been done. Obviously, you know, like, you know, Mojo in the Morning, right? Uh, the people you listen to, I don't... Uh, Lou Later. I, honestly, I'm going to give a shout-out to Lou Later because, honestly, my favorite podcast. I yeah. love you, man. Uh, I love what you're doing. Keep doing it, man. Sorry, Thank yeah, you. So, so that man, yeah, he is really funny. I was really listening to him in the car earlier, and I don't know. He's That's, really uh, That's Ryan Higa. I, I listened oh, to his... Sorry. Who's the other one? Sorry. Uh, Lou later, he's a tech, he's technology. Oh, he's tech, yeah, okay, he's tech, yeah. it's well, tech's area oriented. Cool yeah. Too, and the other one, uh, what's his name? Ryan Higa. Ryan Higa. That guy, that guy just makes me laugh. And uh, <laughs> Go ahead, go listen to their podcast. You captivated, you know what I mean? And that's the yeah. most important thing. And I really hope that we kept you captivated and I really hope you enjoy our, uh, enjoyed our conversation today. Um, if you really liked it, please tune in for our next episode, which we'll probably do in the next few days. Yeah. And, um, Thank you for listening. Stay stay frosty. This was uh this was off the top and we're signing out. See ya.